All right, welcome to another episode of the Grumpy Guy Show. This is episode three. We're off track. Ryan and I talk about a few things and get sidetracked many, many times. Good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Grumpy Guys Show. I'm Ryan McAllister with my dad. I'm Derek McAllister. Hope everybody's doing all right tonight and had a good weekend. So, just want to jump right in. All right. Apparently, he's just looking at me and smirking. So we're going to jump right in. What I want to talk about are holiday sales. You know, the whole problem that I have with these holiday sales is they've taken away from the meaning of holidays. Nobody really truly knows what the meaning of Memorial Day is until after the fact. Or any holiday. Exactly. But I'm using Memorial Day because yesterday was Memorial Day. So, you know, everybody's complaining. You know, they're, they're, they're all focused on their three-day weekend. Oh, I get a three-day weekend. And, oh, look at all the stuff that's on sale. I can go and save $100 on a TV. <laughs> Seriously. What does that have to do with the purpose of Memorial Day? Can you I tell have, me? I have no idea. I mean, this is ridiculous. You know, we're supposed to be honoring people who've actually given their lives so that we can have our freedoms and yes that's what the purpose of the memorial day holiday is it's not so that you can have a party it's not so that you get a three-day weekend it's not so that you can go and get drunk with your buddies or so that you can go and save a hundred dollars on a tv it's so that we can remember those who sacrificed their lives so that we can actually enjoy ourselves and have things like free speech and by the way, NASCAR, Memorial Day is for those that died, not just everyone who's ever served in the military. <laughs> yes, and that's, that's the whole thing with NASCAR. They, just, they put a service member's name on, the, on every car. Some of them have died, yes. Not all of them, though. In fact, a majority of them actually have died. All right, so you got a majority of them that have died. So what's your beef then? Hmm? What's your beef then? My beef is that they still have those who are still with us and didn't die in combat. Yeah, and in case nobody knows, that's what Veterans Day is for. You honor veterans, living and dead, but you honor veterans. Not Memorial Day. But seriously... All of these holiday sales, it doesn't matter the holiday. This one just happens to have been yesterday. Every single time there's a holiday, there's always big sales and all kinds of ads. If they can sell these things for those prices, why not just sell them for that price all the time? Because money. Exactly. It's all about money. They're taking advantage of the fact that you've got an extra day... To go out and buy crap. Yeah, exactly. To go out and buy crap that you don't really truly need. Why are you buying it? Because it's on sale. (sighs) Costs less than it usually does. Yeah. Ah, good old commercialism. Yeah, it is a problem with capitalism. We just let everything run whatever. Ah, well. So what do you got tonight, Ryan? Tonight, Tonight I have... 
a thing on anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers. So recently, the CDC put it out that if you're fully vaxxed, you don't have to wear a mask. What's the point when people who aren't vaccinated aren't going to wear masks anyway? Well, yeah, that's the whole problem. Who's checking to see that you're fully vaccinated? Nobody. So that means that if, whether you're fully vaccinated or not, you're going to decide, hey, I don't have to wear a mask. Exactly. Just ridiculous. That's all you got? That's really all I got. Holy cripe. you got to get better at this. I know, I'm trying. you got to read stuff there. I do. Yeah. Most well, of my reading is NASCAR-related news. Well, you gotta, you gotta look at other isn't stuff. A, there isn't anything worth ranting about in NASCAR lately. Oh, sure there is. You're just not trying. Other than that number controversy. <laughs> Apparently that does bug you still, huh? It still bugs me! Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to see what we can do with that. Yeah, we already covered it. Yeah. Need to cover it in a little bit more depths at some point, though I think, and that was one of the pro one of the suggestions that we had from a friend of mine who actually listened to us. Said that he thinks we should really get a little bit more in depth and explain why it is that something bothers us so much. Oh, okay. So you know, let's go with that. Mm -hmm. Why do the anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers bother you so much? All you did is complain. Quick statement. Why do, why do anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers bother me? They're pretty much the main reasons why restrictions are so tight still at this point. Yeah, I'd have to agree with that. If they actually didn't spout conspiracy theories about said vaccine, we'd be pretty, almost back to normal. Well, possibly. Part of the problem is just the way that things happened and the way that they were handled. And I'm not talking just handled by the previous administration. I'm talking about the way that the Democratic Party reacted to the previous administration. Oh, jeez. That's right. They're all just being babies. Do this my way or you're going to have to give me all kinds of stuff. It's been that way since the previous administration entered office. Well, it's actually been that way since the 1990s. But... I wouldn't know, because I wasn't well, around yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, I know that. But, you know, seriously, it's it's been that way for a long time. What happened, though, was it got exaggerated, because the Democrats didn't want Trump in office... And he ran the office like a bully. There's no, there's no two bones about that. He truly ran it like he, like a bully. You didn't agree with him, you're fired. Basically, like how he ran his businesses. Yeah, and part of the problem with that is, you can do that in a business where you can control everything, but in politics, especially as the president. If you fire somebody, now you've left a hole in your cabinet. That you got to fill. That you have to fill, but you can't just fill it with anybody. That person has to be checked 
by Congress, which means you've got a hole until you find somebody that Congress is going to approve. How smart is that? Not smart at all. Exactly. And you better hope that they don't quit on you either. Yeah, and that's the other problem that he had because so many people put so much, he put so much pressure on so many different people over such minor things because they didn't do things exactly exactly like he wanted or you know they had a slightly different opinion than he did. He fired them. Got rid of them. So he left holes in his cabinet, holes in his administration. And, of course, that left things open so that he didn't have somebody fighting for him when, when the Democrats were on the attack. And they were on the attack every yeah. single day without letting up. And that's the other issue. That's the other reason that there was such, uh, there's become such a gap between Democrats and Republicans. Because the Democrats didn't even give him a chance to show what he could do. Well, to be fair, Republicans didn't really give Obama a chance. No, they didn't. But the Democrats gave Trump an even smaller chance. Exactly. They were on the attack. And they they already had their plan in place before he even moved into office. And that's where the issue comes from. So, and that kind of goes, goes into our next topic. Everything is political. Everything. You, can't, you can't do anything at all on Facebook. You can't make a comment without somebody making it political. Same thing on Twitter. You, know, you it, can't tweet without somebody bringing up politics. You know, so, as somebody, somebody posted in a group that I'm in, they were asking about the Chinese bikes. You know? Mm hmm. Now, I got to be up front. I have one. I just bought a Chinese dirt bike this year. But this person said, I'm thinking about getting one of these because they're low cost. I can get it brand new. My kid's just starting to ride. Okay. Makes sense. So somebody posts a comment and says, let me see if I can remember exactly how it was worded. Oh boy, this should be good. <laughs> oh, this was this was priceless. Put a comment. Well, I suppose if you want to buy something from a country that your kids are going to be fighting, go ahead. I'm like, what? So, you know, being being the logical person that I am, I said, well, does that mean you don't use a cell phone? You don't use a television? You don't use a computer? How many cars do you think have parts that are all from friendly countries? Just about every single electronic device in the world is touched by China in some way, shape, or form. That's because of how big their industry is. It's how big their industry is and how cheap they do things. Plain and simple, they control wages. Not saying it's good because there are a lot of very, very poor people in China. However... In fact, there are a lot of people in China, not just poor. Well, yeah, there are. And that's why China China's actually... Their population is actually decreasing. They've changed their... They've changed their uh, children policy for many, many years, as in probably... 
back to the 70s. Mm-hmm. They had a policy of two children, a maximum of two children, or you pay penalties in taxes. I'm sure there were some exceptions due to... I could have sworn it was a one-child policy. I believe it was two, but it might might have been one. But if the only, you know, as far as I know, the only exceptions to having more than that were when you had multiple births, twins, triplets, something like that. Uh-huh. Now, just recently, they changed their policy to allow up to three children. Hmm. So... But anyway, we're off topic now. We're way (laughs) off topic. (laughs) So, everything is, just about everything is touched by China. Most iPhones are made where? China. China. And why? Because American workers are too greedy. They want too much money to do what the Chinese are doing for a low wage. So, you know, seriously, we've screwed ourselves out of this. We were a huge manufacturing powerhouse in the world. And now we're not because we've decided, well, let's just, you know, I need more money. We got greedy. Yeah, and it's not just the workers that got greedy. It's also the employers. There's a reason that... Back in the 1930s, we needed unions. Absolutely needed them. It's because you had people such as Henry Ford making tons and tons of money sitting there doing 20 hours a week of actual work while you had Joe Smith down on the shop floor who was working 60, 70, 80 hours a week just barely able to pay for his house and his rent. You know, so, yeah, we needed them. The problem is they got too powerful. Way too powerful. And there hasn't been any kind of check and balance on that power. So now we're in a situation where unions just control everything. You know, there's there's a... a with, with one of the local counties, I, I, know, I know this happens, because we actually, uh, my previous employer... We actually ran the food service, and we found out that they, because of their union, they can actually bid on anything. Whoa. Most of the people that were cooks had no cooking experience before they became cooks. They became cooks because Hmm. they had more seniority than everybody else. Now, here's the kicker, and this is why so many businesses and counties you know, governments and whatnot. This is why they're they're getting screwed over and having so many financial problems. Okay. These people, yeah, they work when they retire. As long as they've been there for, I think it's fifteen years. When they retire, they get paid as if they were working. Their highest wage out of the last of the previous five years. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts. Top it off. Uh huh. Let's say that the county can't find a replacement very easily. Hey, no problem. I'll come back and work as a contractor. So now they're getting paid twice. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, unions, they've gone overboard. And again, 
We're way off topic here. What the heck? What Boy. the heck? What happened to our discussion about politics? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, back to that. So it's that's what it was. That's what got us off. Was talking about China and how they took over manufacturing. Yep. So that's the that's the whole thing. You know, it, the guy never replied back to me because he knew I was right. He's probably sitting there looking at Facebook on his iPhone, thinking, "Huh, I wonder where that's made." Looks hmm. it up and finds out it's made in China. They don't manufacture them here in the United States. They manufacture them in China. It's too expensive to do in the United States. When Google owned Motorola, they tried doing. They tried manufacturing in the United States. Did they? They did. It did not work. But because they were too expensive to make here. Yeah, that was that was the big part of it. Is it was just way too expensive to do. Now, having said that, you look at some manufacturers of automobiles, Toyota, Mazda. Um, Nissan, they have production facilities here in the United States. Why? Pretty simple. Japan has unions. It's cheaper to make them here than it is back in Japan? It's cheaper to make them here than it is to ship them from Japan. Ah. Yeah. You know, and that's only because Japan unionized. So now they've got the balance. They're running into the same issues that we did. So, you know, manufacturing in China isn't going to happen for an automobile because it's so expensive to ship it here and pay the import taxes. But at the same time, there's experiments with it. When you start talking about brands with motorcycles like, the, like SSR, which is the brand that I have, there's also all over Amazon. There's there's a brand Apollo. They make a they make a dual purpose motorcycle. Two thousand dollars. You can order it from Amazon. Have it shipped to your door. Two thousand dollars. Well, it's Amazon. They can ship anything to your door. Yeah. This isn't a top of the line motorcycle by any means. Mm -hmm. But two thousand dollars, you have a, a vehicle, a motorcycle that you can drive on the road legally. That's huge. You don't find that with any other manufacturer. Whether you're talking about something made by America, you know, made here in America, which I believe the only two that are really made here in America are Indian and Harley Davidson. But you don't you don't find something that's two thousand dollars by either of those brands. Those brands, I believe, the cheapest thing is like t ten grand. Yikes! Yeah. And you start thinking, well, you know, the Japanese bikes, they made it big because they were cheap compared to the American brands at the time, back in the 70s. No, they're not so cheap anymore. You can find some, you can find their smaller bikes, the really small ones, you can find for about five or $6,000. That's pretty much how Japan took over most of everything over here. They just made everything cheaper. Yeah. But they made it with the same quality mm -hmm. and that's what's happening with a few brands in China they're trying really hard to bring quality CF Moto they are actually an up and coming off-road brand 
whether you're talking side-by-sides or you're talking four-wheelers. They're up and coming, and there's a lot of very good reviews about them. But, you know, it's happening. And too many people just aren't seeing it, and they're seeing they're seeing these companies and saying, well, you know, that's just... Yeah, that's, that's just bad. But then they turn around and say, oh, look at all the money I got out of the stocks from this company I own. Okay, well, you got all that money because Good that company's... You. Yeah, the company's moved manufacturing to China. Just to make it cheaper. <clears throat> you know, it's just a run, it's just a circle there. And these people just don't realize it. They just spew off because, well, I heard a conspiracy theory that said it. <laughs> you know, they they got to understand. There's certain places you don't go to get news. I mean, you don't go to The Onion to get news. You go to The Onion for comedy. Exactly. But unfortunately, in this day and age, you know, it's it's hard to even trust the big names like ABC, NBC, CBS. It's hard to trust them. Especially Fox and CNN. Yeah. I go to those two for comedy. Yeah, because their point isn't to get you quality news. Their point is to get you... Just watching. Yeah. They just want you to click. That's all they want. They want to sell ads. And in in order to do that, they got to get the... The story out the door before the next guy does. So we've we've become this society where news isn't necessarily about doing an in-depth review of stuff. It's much more about how quickly can we get it out the door. Yep. And then, oh, well, we made a mistake. Sorry about that. It's utterly ridiculous. So how about one more story? This one you've got here, Ryan. Yep. Celebrity worship. Americans love celebrities. Way too much. Yeah, that's true. During the pandemic last year, celebrities would just post videos of themselves crying about not being able to go out and do whatever. And they're sitting in this big old mansion with (laughs) enough toilet paper to last them the next year. Enough food to last them the next year. Yeah, unfortunately, they they don't care. They don't think of it like that. And they only care about themselves. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, you can't say that about every one of them. There's some that do get it, and they do understand how privileged they are. Mm -hmm. But for the most part... Especially when you're talking about athletes, God. they they don't think about that. All they think about is, I'm an athlete. I'm a big, you know, I'm a big mm-hmm. star. You gotta do what I want, and then they turn around and whine and cry because they don't have any privacy. Yep. Just ridiculous. I've noticed that out of all types of athletes, it's mostly football players and basketball players. Well, I don't know, because baseball doesn't play in the rain. Yep. That's just utterly ridiculous. And basketball and hockey play indoors. Yeah. The NCAA tried doing outdoor games a couple years ago. Hmm. It was actually kind of interesting, because where they played, it was really windy, so... (laughs) You see these players... Where'd they play? Chicago? No, they actually played on an aircraft carrier in Hawaii. That's neat. It was actually kind of neat. It was it was a really 
cool concept, but you know, the problem is weather's unpredictable every place else. I mean, Hawaii, yeah, it's it's most you're almost guaranteed to get sun. Mm-hmm. So they can do it, but everywhere else, it, the weather's too unpredictable to plan the way that it needs to be planned. That's why the Super Bowl has only been held north of the Mason-Dixon line once in the past decade. Yeah, and that's that's really stupid too, because that's that's football. You know, so many people will say something about John Madden being you know so horrible, but you look at what he talked about and what he did with stuff. You know, he loved watching the game the way it was intended to be, not this passing game where, oh, he put up a thousand yards in two games. No, that's that's not that's not what football was about. What was it about? It was about actually getting in there and pushing people around and hitting and banging and running the ball, getting muddy, getting dirty, getting covered in snow. That's that's what football was. But digress again. You're just being an old school fan. Old school former fan. Well, yeah. Yeah, because I got, I got tired of listening to them whine. You know, when they started all these rules to protect, to protect players, it just, it got to a point where the game just wasn't any fun to watch because, you know, all the players, oh, well, he got past me. I must have gotten, uh, there must be a penalty there. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, he tackled me. There's got to be a penalty. He can't do that. You know, it just it got ridiculous. It's to the point where you can't even really touch the quarterback anymore. Because if you do, all he's got to do is fall over and, you know, just throw himself on the ground. And, oh, that's a penalty. And, of course, the refs go right along with it. And it's just utterly ridiculous. That makes me think of what soccer is. It's basically just kicking a ball and then falling over on the ground and pretending to be hurt. <laughs> Never really gotten into soccer that much. Neither have I. Yeah. Most sports I haven't been able to get into. <laughs> well, you're slowly getting there. I tried with football, but the only good league ended up being killed off by the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised a lot of sports actually survived the pandemic. You think so? Yeah. You know, you would think there were so many posts that I saw about, oh, if this pandemic has shown me anything, I'd have shown me that I don't need celebrities and I don't need sports. Hmm. But, you know, you look at it now, now that these these stadiums are opening up and, you know, restrictions are getting reduced yep. a bit, and they're filling right up. Yep. You know, it's just, it's completely ridiculous. NASCAR just had their full their first full crowd since the Daytona 500 of last year on Sunday. The Indy 500 had half capacity. Yeah, weren't they saying something? It was it was like 125,000 people there or something like that. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, folks, I think we're we're at about time. So I hope you enjoyed. Drop us some comments. Let us know how we're doing, what you're thinking. 
give us some ideas of what maybe you maybe want to hear us talk about. We'll see you next time. Good night.